Welcome to Sewing Out Loud, the official podcast of ZD Sewing Studio. Here are your hosts, ZD and Mallory. Welcome to the podcast. I'm Mallory Donahue. I'm ZD Donahue. And we're continuing our stabilizer series. I won't sing the stabilizer, the stabilizer song stabilizer. again. You have to go back. If you didn't hear my Bee Gees uh, stabilizer rendition, song. you'll have to go back to the previous episode. So and I enjoy. wonder if they would be flattered or freaked. Who knows? Yeah. Was it? I believe that there was recently a documentary. About them. Yes. Probably. Like just recently published. Because they're like my age and they have to make a documentary really fast before everybody dies. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. All right. Are they all alive? I don't even I'm know. I'm not sure. I don't know. When you said that. I, when I I'm said, speaking. I, no, as I said that, I thought, I wonder if they're all still alive. <laughs> they might not be. Okay. So today we're talking about tearaway stabilizers. And these are the ones, well, I don't want I guess. I, we use these a lot in garment sewing, I think. The, this is the... Yeah, I'm these probably are more that, commonly, yes. These are kind of that best-kept secret. Stick it under the tailor tack. Yeah. You stick it under a buttonhole. You, you know, this reinforce is, stitching someplace, whatever. This is that life-changing advice about the buttonholes. Put some tearaway right. stabilizer under there, and people are like, oh, my gosh. You know, And if you listen everything. to the first in this series, it's where I start, started talking about it was like the basic stabilizer, what you yeah. will learn a lot about first. When I thought we were doing tearaway first, because that would have been my choice, but no, that's not what was listed on the package we were going from. So, tearaway is probably your most basic and maybe the first stabilizer you learned about. I totally agree. There's lots of ways to like structure teaching about stabilizers, yeah. and I think I have started with tearaways first. Well, I think because you in the past you generally, if you're teaching someone to <laughs> machine embroider, you will also start on woven fabric. That's right. It's so- more stable. It's easier to hoop. Um, there's not as much. Uh, I don't want to say guesswork. I want to say. Oh, no, I think you're right. It, it, yeah. Guesswork or what do you call it after after you've accomplished get skill um, Well, at, at, at doing, you know. There's less variation in wovens than there is in knits. So what if, if you need yeah. a little refresher, cutaway stabilizers, if you're going to embroider on a knit, you have to use a cutaway. Right. Okay. We, we talked about that last time. And so tearaways are appropriate for wovens. Right. And. They are easier to work with. It's easier to embroider on a fabric that does not stretch. It's easier to hoop them. Right. Easier to work with them, you know. And a tearaway stabilizer, if you go with the name, uh-huh. does get torn away or, you know, pulled away. We can talk about how doing that a little bit, too. Because yes. some people really do tear it away, and it will tear away, a, you know, you'll distort your, um, your, stitches. your stitches. So, you know, tearaway is just really the basic just like I guess when you learn most people learn to sew they learn to sew on like a quilting cotton or a muslin yeah. or something because it's very basic the stitches are straightforward you know this would be sort of where tearaway you know hits in that sort of um continuum so the first stabilizer we're going to talk about is called tear easy so this is like a mid-weight tearaway with no fusible, no 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 glue at all on it. Very plain looking, kind of like a pellon, but very light. Yeah, and you know what is sort of not in this sampler pack is a heavy tearaway. Yeah. Okay, which is something that I when we were talking about a canvas mm-hmm. bag right. on the last podcast, sometimes you do want a little bit of a heavier tearaway. 
So you want a heavier one or you can use two layers of this one. That's right. So this is Tear Easy. And here, let's talk about Tear Easy. So the, if, I, if you handed me that the cutaway that we first talk about, which was called Soft and Sheer, is that right? Mm -hmm. And you handed me this, how would I be able to tell the difference without a label? Well, you could try and tear it. Oh, yes. And the oh, core, it, it, it's tear easy. It just tears tears so easy. It tears like paper. <laughs> yes. The tear I mean, stabilizer and, and is to tell you the truth, I'm pretty sure it is a paper product. Well, But yeah. it's not woven and put together with the same sort of, um, what should I call it, glue? Uh, what do you call it? That that by like a, a bonding agent, mm -hmm. you know, as paper. So it's different. Paper will not give you this support. Yeah. Well, and this is a little see-through, and once again, you can see those fibers, like we talked about with our it, first cutaway. And it's non-woven. Mm -hmm. So having a tear, there are crappy tearaway stabilizers out there, and yes, what there makes are. what makes them crappy, and what ZD was talking about is, so after I embroider on my woven fabric okay mm -hmm. um whether it's a garment or a bag or whatever i get to tear away this stabilizer because my fabric's not going to stretch in the future okay so i get to tear it away and it can go almost all the way completely away i can i can tear away the circle that is left in the middle of the o mm -hmm. in the name mallory right. okay with a cutaway you just kind of trim close right. to all of that around the outside of the o yes, you would around, probably leave the inside of the yes, o yes yeah, i would leave the inside of the o especially if it was small okay with a with a cutaway but with this tearaway i can get in there people like to use tweezers mm -hmm. okay on the on the back of a terry cloth towel people don't want any stabilizer my left favorite there, right? thing is is a very very small slim flathead screwdriver okay all right yeah oh well i like to use the tweezers and just not open them yeah you know and Same slide difference. them under and yeah, i've done that too very, yeah very true so if you have a tearaway that doesn't tear easily it can be tough to get out of there and you can distort your stitches right. you or it not should it should not be a struggle away yeah it shouldn't be a struggle away and then you need to be nice too you can't just go in there like a mad person you should with one hand support your embroidery right somehow I, basically you know? i you know hold between my fingers the stitches i'm mm -hmm. pulling away from so mm -hmm. i'm holding them and pulling away and you will see people rip it off and you can tell the difference. I think They'll they just get start excited. their stitches. I think yeah. they get excited or something. Like, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, I can tear this away, so I should just act like, I don't know, right. trying to come up, like some cartoon character that's tearing up. I think up it's a bunch like I've got permission to tear, <laughs> so I'm going to tear. Yes. So Tear away. Do support your stitches as you are gently removing the stabilizer. If you are trying to get into little areas, you know, you can get well, in with the tool. And if they're tiny, tiny areas and mm -hmm. you think you're going to distort your embroidery, leave it. Because probably with washing, it will soften up and not really matter. Yeah. Like if I'm doing something for myself or something that was on the interior of something, I don't get too terribly picky. Now, we would have employees and customers sometimes who were, they were in there with like, needles and yeah. magnifying glasses and you know they were doing and we surgery. were on, on to our third fourth project right. from that you yeah. know you can get as as picky ha, 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 <laughs> as you want um when you're removing this but that is the thing is heavier tear away can be harder to remove yes. that's why honestly i kind of like two layers that's i'd rather why yeah i can remove a layer at a time if amen. i want to amen so that is that's just your normal basic tear away all it does is tear away it doesn't fuse so the next one in our kit is totally stable. Okay. 
it is really thin and the texture on it is more homogenous than the tear easy. Right. Okay, it's it's just it's much finer and it has fusible on it and there's a, the it's not bumpy. It's, it's just very shiny. Smooth and shiny. It's very shiny. Yeah. And it's really lightweight. And the first person who introduced me to this particular, like this particular product, you know, totally stable from Sulky, was Karen Linduska. Uh-huh. So she's an art quilter and she showed it to us as, okay, I'm going to put one layer under here. I'm going to start doing a bunch of decorative stitching on my fabric. And when I have eaten up my stabilizer, <laughs> I'm going to slide another layer under. Oh, okay. Because she built up the, remember? And did she iron it on? No, not all no, the time. I think maybe like her first her, one the sometimes. The first one, right. But she would just slide more under because it, it was like you've been saying throughout this series. Oh, I can just put another layer. I can right. just put another layer. That's actually kind of how this was developed. Like it's so thin. Because occasionally people would come in and be like, that's way too thin. Like why would I use that? I'm like, well... It actually does kind of cater to, like, the applique, decorative stitch crowd more right. than, like, your 50,000 stitch. Punch machine. You know, yeah. um, you know embroidery uh, embroidery design, punch machine, right. like, like you said. So it's this really thin one. But this is what we included when we did that What's Up Button Up kit uh-huh. for yes. buttonholes yeah. on your on – your, um, on your button-up shirts, and you don't have to fuse it. So we've been saying this right. over and over again. So if you don't fuse it, here's my hot tip. Actually put the fusible side down toward the bed of the machine. Because it's slick. Because it's slick. So the whole reason that we recommend the tearaway with buttonholes is not only does it support the stitches, but it helps the feed dogs mm-hmm. to have just a uniform surface to right. grab onto. Like, I don't know, picture yourself doing buttonholes on uh something that's a little uneven like sometimes plackets can be right the stabilizer acts as you know a help for that too so if you're not going to fuse it you can actually put that away from the fabric and it kind of it slides a little bit more easily on the machine in fact i don't fuse my stabilizers when i do buttonholes do you i don't no no, I don't. Yeah, generally, no. Well, because a lot of times I've got kind of like a strip or yeah. straps or something. <laughs> so I stick it under there. I do one buttonhole. And when the next buttonhole comes in, I stuck Yeah, stick I tear it away, put over. it under, put yeah, it under. No, yeah, you could, I mean, how many buttonholes could you theoretically Well, get? and that, that's what we, you know, <laughs> when we would tell people, you might want to save your scraps. Yeah. Have a scrap bag of your stabilizers and have them mark on them what they are. Right. You know, because sometimes it's harder to tell on a little piece or whatever. But because... I mean, I never take, I can't, I can't even remember ever taking like a new cut off of a roll of stabilizer for a buttonhole. I think I have gone and cut off like a strip before, yeah. you know, it has I happened. I mean, generally it's been, you know, a, 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 a leftover. Right, a leftover. Some, yeah, you know. and this totally stable so much thinner. So even though that tear easy is like nice and lightweight and tears away nicely, if I'm doing a buttonhole where I do want this stuff to like go away completely afterwards, right. you know. I do want something even lighter weight. So all it's doing is supporting that buttonhole while I'm, you know, going through that process. Um, like you said, so how many buttonholes would fit on like this eight by five, like, like, like hundred or something? Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Depending on how big they are. Depending but, on how well you space them. Yes, I don't know. exactly. No, and yeah. I've done this before. I'm like, oh, try to scoot it over. I mean, 
Right. Don't, don't try and skimp too much because you'll be happy that you have the extra support there. Um, but that totally stable, that is something if we were to say at the end of the episode, like which one would I order right away? Right. Get that in your sewing room. You'll be happy to have a roll of it. Now, Sulky, something we haven't covered, Sulky and other brands, they'll sell their stabilizers in different formats. You know, they'll sell it in... This is a hundred eight and a half by eleven sheets. Right. This is a three yard roll. This is a ten yard roll. This is a roll that's you know this wide. Mm-hmm. This roll is you know twelve inches wide. This roll is eight inches wide. Yeah. That type of thing. So, if you are doing like big embroidery, you might want to look for the one that's twelve inches wide. Right. Or you may find that it's slightly less expensive in the larger quantity or something. Right. So you know you can weigh your options there. And depending on what you're doing, sometimes say you will have too much waste with one size versus the other and it might be the big size that you have waste with That's it just right. depends yeah um you know it just depends on your what hoop, you're what, what you're, you're doing. doing right uh i always think of the pre-cut sheets as like when they sell the pre-cut parchment paper on cooking oh yeah they'll sell like rounds yeah you, you know i have never bought i've never i've never bought those pre- either yeah I throw my cake pan down and draw a circle on it. Yeah. I, I do too. Although sometimes I'm like, yeah, I could see just ordering a pack. It would last me a long time. But you see people time. that make cupcakes in those little parchment papers yeah. and muffins. Those uh-huh. look so cute. Yes. I've never done that. Yeah. I But yeah. I've thought about ordering some rounds. Yeah. I think it would last me maybe two years because I don't make like a cake right. every week or anything. But anyway. Uh, so they probably wind up using them in sewing and paper yeah, piecing right. or something. <laughs> Or something else. I do cook a lot on parchment paper. No, I do too. Like, I'll make a pizza and I'm like, I'm putting this. Actually, I just bought some of the silicone sheets. Yeah. um, Yeah. And I've been using them quite a bit. Okay. Especially when it comes to like meat. Well, there's our there's our little tangent for today. So those are two of the. I don't I don't use tearaway or tear easy when I'm making meat. No. Didn't we talk about though? (laughs) Like we saw some videos and someone put, like paper tape in their oven they taped something down and then Ina Garten put like binder clips on something yes and put it in but her oven. yes but then too there was a lot of people going don't put your oven over 350 you know if you're going to use the binder clips because the paint falls off and I'm like, like yeah yeah I didn't use binder clips That's Wasn't right. it and I am a binder clip freak I mean I'll I use binder clips like for everything I'd be happy to learn if I could yeah. use those okay, I, I use binder clips a lot let's take a little break and we'll come back and talk about the other two tearaways that are in this sampler pack CD what's your favorite way to measure yourself with my easy check tape measure so tell me a little bit about this it's the only way to measure myself why, I think. why is it so magical well, because there's a slide on it uh-huh you actually snap one end of the tape measure into the back of the slide and then you fit it to the measurement and then you can unsnap and the slide remains on the place that you've measured so if you're trying to measure your arm right or your under bust right or your thigh, or your head. Or your head. Oh, yeah, the head, right. definitely. Well, and, you know, measuring yourself is one thing, but even measuring somebody else, what it does is it marks the spot, basically, where the measurement is. And so if I'm, and this happens to you, that you're measuring somebody and they start talking to you and you're like, was that 21 or 23? Oh, my gosh. Right. And where with this, you know, it, it the slide has marked it. I also have heard feedback from customers who say, 
I am sending this to my daughter or, you know, so that she can measure my grandchildren That's and it will right. be accurate. Right. Right? Well, we've actually had trainers, too, yep. that, that bought these, you know, for their customers or they themselves use it for their customers or it was a male trainer and a female client. Uh, he right. didn't have to put his hands on the person right. or whatever. Also, this tape measure when you use it with a snap it's impossible to work from the wrong side that's the other thing yeah i was gonna say you can't measure from the 60 end you have to measure from, from the, the zero, one end from the zero, zero. End. Yes. right right and i said 60 but um you know it also has the millimeters on the other side too so yeah. you, you've got um you have imperial, imperial and you have metric metric uh, right and so the easy check tape measure makes it very simple when you are trying to measure yourself uh and you just don't want to be fumbling around well and i think you know the thing is don't order one because if somebody sees it a husband or right? a daughter or just a friend i mean honestly at Christmas time, I would put this like in almost everybody's stocking stuffer, and I think it's a great thing to like send away to college with people, things like that, where Fabulous. You, you want yeah. something measured. Well, if you're interested in your own Easy Check tape measure, you can see a video on how it works at sewhere.com/tapemeasure, and you can check it out for yourself. Sewing out loud. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. And we're back. Okay, sticky and stiffy, Mom. Yeah, Those are no. the last two weeks. It's the two kinds of popcorn you the, can get. Yeah, no. okay. Sticky and stiffy. Yeah. I don't know. I don't. So. So I lied. Let's cover that first. Okay, Mallory lied to you again. I lied. I said, oh, the one thing missing is a heavyweight tearaway. Yeah, but we have stiffy. We have stiffy here, which um, in the description in the stabilizer pack says, Heavyweight temporary stabilizer. And how Sulky is touting this, this is so funny, uh, is it's heavy, it can support more stitches, but with effortless removal. So they yes. they feel that they have engineered this product to give that extra support. So you've got but then a, not be too a hard good to tear stiff away. tear away that's not a struggle away. That's right. Str- right. Struggle away. I'm on the struggle away bus. I'm on the, that's right. I love it. Yeah, I don't think this is this is not fusible. Is it? No. No, it does not say it's fusible. Okay, cool. So that's nice. Oh, and you know, just because I'm looking just because I'm looking at this right now, we were talking about how they sell it and stuff. Sulky has these clamshells that their stabilizers yeah. come in, and it's kinda nice because you can put those rolls. They back are nice. In there. It, you know, it's the exact shape of the roll and you just 
you know, they're I plastic mean, and you just put them back Yeah, together. I know, I know that we're all trying to reduce our plastic consumption, but I do like how, because you, you want to protect your stabilizers from light and dust oh, and Oh, and here they say most, all sulkies come in 8-inch, 12-inch, or 20-inch. Oh, rolls. So that's the width. Yeah. Oh, and reusable clamshell yeah. storage container. That's what I called it without right. reading it. <laughs> uh, I, could, I could just write sulkies. Uh, copy apparently well and the thing about the stabilizers is they you know they can't age oh yeah and especially if you have the glue okay uh-huh. the glue will come off uh-huh. you know or so it will evaporate sort of with the air right. or, or whatever and um it can become brittle and crisp it really can yeah the fu- so fusible could become brittle and crisp right we are going to talk about washaways in the next episode, and those are ones that can right. definitely degrade with too much light heat, right. not enough humidity, right? Just right. Time. So just I mean, just like anything else, yeah. they can degrade. And you know, people who listen, people who embroider a lot, don't even put it back in the clamshell. They're yeah, they're throwing like, it on the table and whatever. <laughs> but um, you know, you may not do that. Or mm. sometimes people embroider a lot and then stop for a while. Right. Or, you know, whatever. Or you embroider a lot around Christmas and not other times or, or you know, graduation time, something like that. So um, obviously we all use different products in different ways and at different times. Okay, let's talk about this one. It's I have to say this is like a controversial stabilizer here. This this next one, the sticky stuff. Oh. Okay. You don't think so? I just... I'll tell you something. When this came out, I thought I was in freaking heaven. Oh, really? Okay. Well, yeah, because we didn't have anything that anything stuck to. I just feel like okay. so many people bitched about this. Well, here's the deal. <laughs> and we had, you know, like one or two sizes of uh-huh. uh, embroidered hoops. I'm talking 30 years ago yeah. now, right? You know, 25, 30 years ago. So this came out. And you could hoop the stabilizer and then take off, you know, this cover paper that's on it, right? Uh-huh. And peel away, and you had the sticky surface. surface you just pop things and on there? And you just pop things on there. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. It was like heaven, heaven, heaven. Okay. So you, you, what you used to do uh-huh. before this is you would hoop your tearaway stabilizer right Mm -hmm. and then you would move your garment or whatever around and then you had to pin it or tape it down and sit there and hold it and hope for the best i mean no i thought this was wonderful so mom's talking about and what this is often used for is stuff you can't hoop right okay that's why i'm talking about what we did in the dark ages of hooping yeah so the reason you would use this is if you can't hoop a project like you're sticking down the flap of a backpack right that isn't completely hoopable or a child's garment yes that doesn't fit in the hoop mm-hmm. like the hoop's too big it's bigger than the garment that's say. right uh so there okay there are two ways or there's two ways i know of to use this stuff yes there are well i guess maybe there's, there's three, three I yeah think there, of. you got three i'm yeah. thinking of three okay, okay. so in, in machine embroidery the fabric needs to go down toward the bed of the machine okay and actually, though, I've been seeing a lot of, like, hand embroidery people embroidering like that. Oh, I, where they flip the hoop the other way? Yeah. yeah. And I mm-hmm. think it's, I mean, I hate to, like, use the word wrong. I'm not, ju- I don't care. Like, but I, I was always taught to do it the other way. I'm not sure it matters on hand I embroider. D- I don't, I think yeah. they would keep your, keep stuff out of your way. 
which, you know, which so way? That, that with it, the, the correct way where the fabric's closest to, to you. you. Uh-huh. Yeah, so the other fabric you can, can fall down. Better, maybe, yeah. You know, uh-huh. the, whereas that's it will true. It, That's yeah. true, right, because it has to come up and fold over yeah. the edges. I yeah. don't think it would affect your, right. like, finished product. So I maybe guess. you can tell by how they're doing it where they learned their first embroidery. Yeah, yeah, yeah and I mean, I've just seen some, like, people who've got huge, like, Instagram followings. I'm like, oh, I... Hoop it the other way. So anyway. Uh, I say hoop it the way you can do it best. Now, yep. not with machine embroidery, though. You have to. <laughs> you can't hoop it the other no, way. No. <laughs> you have to have your fabric on the bed of the machine. Yes. Yes. So we have seen people do it wrong that way yep. in class. Because we've they heard were taught. It. We've heard it happen. And the reason they did it that way is because they were taught. Right. You right. know, how right. to, how to right. embroider that way. It also won't work with how the hoop attaches to the machine very not usually. well. Which yeah, sometimes you just can't do I'm it. I'm always impressed. Sometimes you can hoop it, but you can't get then the machine, the hoop to attach. Yeah, the I'm machine. impressed by right. people's ingenuity. Who it is amazing sometimes what people can like do. Like you must have smashed that. Or embroider without that embroidery foot. That yep, too. Yep, there you go. Yeah. You must have smashed that in the machine. So since this stuff is sticky, it has it's like contact paper. It has a, a slick wax paper topping on it that you peel away at some point. So I've seen this done three ways. Okay, you hoop. Hoop it all, okay? You hoop the stabilizer, and then you take like a sewing machine needle or a straight pin, mm-hmm. and you draw an X uh-huh. once. Do not do it more than once. <laughs> You're trying only to go through the wax paper That's part. right. And then you can peel away those right. four triangles you've made. And right. that always was kind of my preferred way to do it. I think that's the way I did it the most. I, yeah. Uh, however, the second way I think is really valid. You peel away the contact paper and you smack the inner hoop on top of the sticky mm-hmm. and then you hoop it. Okay. Okay. Uh, yes. Okay. Uh-huh. So it is sticking to the inner hoop. The previous way we described, it's not sticking to the, to the hoop. hoop. We nope. just exposed. Now, but the problem with this is when you unpeel that paper, it like, un- it furls up the stabilizer and sometimes you can like stick it to something you didn't mean to stick it to, like your table, like it turns upside oh. down. Okay. I was going yeah, to say the drawback is the glue gets on the hoop. And then the second drawback is the glue gets on the hoop. Yes. Okay. I, yes. So both of those things. I have a story. Are reasons that we don't. <laughs> yeah. We maybe don't prefer to do it that way. So However, really there's, I'm thinking of four ways now. I just thought it, because, go ahead. Okay. Well, were you going to, what was Well, well another way similar to that is people have their hoops together. That's, that was the And they way. just lay both hoops down, you know, on the sticky. Yeah. Okay. That's okay. my third way. Well, you could What's also stick way? it to the back of the fabric first and then hoop it. Okay. That which would is kind of defeat redundant. the purpose. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I, I agree. But, but it stabilizes your fabric. Yeah. No, well, no, it's, sta- it, yeah. it, I mean, it's not totally... No, you know, it's dumb. not totally dumb. It, it, no, it, no, no, no. it stabilizes your fabric if people have trouble. Mm-hmm. Some people have had strokes or they have, you know. Dexterity ar- issues. Dexterity yeah. issues, arthritis or, or whatever no, it's it is. it's very valid. It might make it, you know, easier for them to hoop. Now, my story is. <laughs> okay, what's your story? Morning Glory. The woman comes in and she goes, I found it on the internet. I found it on the internet. When the internet was new. The I mean, internet. Yeah, you know, everybody <laughs> thought the internet was gospel, like they do now. But anyway, it's like, I found out how to get the sticky stuff off my hoop. Yeah. And she has a bottle of aqua velvet. Do you know what aqua velvet is? Is it aftershave? It's aftershave. I mean, it would work, like alcohol. <laughs> 
Because we were telling everybody to use alcohol. But she sound Aquavelva. Aquavelva. And, I, and I, I can't remember, but I diplomatically did explain to her <laughs> that Aquavelva was basically alcohol with a few little drops of, like, you know, scented oil right, in it. Right, right. And, but, and. Hey, Angie, Angie didn't good. have to smell like that. Well, oh, no, I, it was did, so strong. I mean, what if she liked it? Oh, no. It? She stood there and used it, and the whole place. It was like, like, yeah, everybody was like, it I smells can't, like I a can't, bachelor I, in here. I can't breathe <laughs> there. It smells like a cheap man in here, or whatever. <laughs> anyway. So um, I wanted to share a story, Derek, about this. Was it as good as my No, it's Alva? not as okay. good. But you were talking about putting the hoop together and then sticking it on the yeah. paper. and. Okay, I don't recommend that. That scares. No. If you do it and it works for you, I'm so happy for you. But, like, the concept chills me to the bone, okay? So it's like, what if it rips? What if it comes away from the hoop? Because I've seen people, it's like they'll wrap it around the hoop. Well, no, they wrap it around the hoop sometimes, yeah. Yeah, yeah. so they're trying. Like, seal it off. Yeah, Yeah. like, so what they're trying to do is secure it i, I under- don't know why they aren't just hooping it but yeah go ahead. I, but it's it scares it scares me i just see so many things that could go wrong well, the other thing too is then you can barely get it off now maybe it's the product's better i haven't i haven't stuck well, it on a hoop okay. in a long time i was talking so about people know. bitching okay yeah so here we go people were like oh don't don't use that sticky it gums up your needle it it dulls your needle hey do you sell a sticky stabilizer that doesn't gum up your needle blah 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 and I'm like oh my gosh I'm just I don't I honestly we didn't carry it for a little while because I was just so sick of people (laughs) complain about it that I was like go buy it in another store and bitch to them I'm just not dealing with it so first of all I've used it a lot and maybe the product is you know better now and but I'm talking about like eight years ago that I used it a lot and it didn't gum up my needle more than anything else because you do go through the sticky, but I feel like the needle goes back up through the fabric and gets kind of well, like it cleaned does. off. And here's where but you change your and needle. here's where your alcohol swabs come in, everybody. <gasps> and those and of you, those we had in the package, the same refresh package. Yes, and did you get it that I put the alcohol pads in the uh, insulated alcohol wine alcohol cup? wine cup? Ha ha. Okay, so, so the alcohol was in the cup. Yeah, the alcohol was in the wine glass. It was supposed to be a funny joke. So, honestly, alcohol is one of those things that's nice to have in your yeah. So studio. if you notice, if you think your needle's getting gummy, or you're on your like fifth bag that you've done with sticky stabilizer. Just go ahead and pause and just swipe your needle. And the other times. And the other reason alcohol is pretty good to have in your sewing area is it usually doesn't you know, aqua or aquavalva. <laughs> then you'll you'll be able to find that aquavalva yeah. man. Um, it is aromatic. So anyway, um, alcohol rarely hurts a fabric either. So if you do spill it, oh yeah. You know, it, it even die. A lot of times it won't bother to. Oh, really? So so it's a relative, you know, it's almost as safe as water. Okay. So it's like, okay. you're not going to, you're probably not going to hurt right. anything. Right. You're not going that. to dissolve something that's plastic or mm. acetate or where, um, you know, there are things, there are like, like um, acetone will, dis- oh, will sure. dissolve things, okay. you yeah, know, yeah. and it will mark things and mar them and things like that. So, you know, alcohol is a fairly safe thing to be cleaning with. Um, this sticky stabilizer 
Will, okay, Some one one reason you might want to have it in your sewing room. We've talked about spray. Let's call it aqua velvet stabilizer. Aqua. No, go ahead. I'm sorry. We've talked about spray adhesive. And there were people who were just like, I don't, I'll mess with that stuff. Like, I'm not spraying anything around myself, you yeah. know? And so if, if you are someone who is very, uh, you know, adamant again, against. Adamant, you know, avoiding that. Ad- adamant against aerosols. Yes. Then you can still get the stickiness by getting this sticky stabilizer. However, in our video about how to embroider a terry cloth towel, I use spray adhesive. And I am hesitant to use this sticky stuff on a loopy fabric mm-hmm. like terry cloth. Okay. Because you pull it away and you pull the loops. It is can, what happens. It, can yeah. it is stickier than when you spray. Well, and I will, you know? t- and I will tell you, it's not as bad as it used to be. Sure. It did improve. Yes. You know, but like I said, when it first came out, I was absolutely thrilled. But like, where would I not use it? Maybe on some, like on a terry cloth right. towel. Even it though is, I don't Like poop. a fragile, fa- I would yeah. not use it on something fragile. Okay. I, I would much, I would be tend to go to the spray. The, the spray. Well, right. the spray is very, is much more temporary than this. Yes. So like. If you spray something and you stick it down to your hoop and then you don't get to embroider it for 24 hours, well, you're out of luck. Right. It's worn off probably. And this is not very positionable. No. Well. It's not as positionable as the spray, I don't think. I think if you do it quickly. Yeah. Okay. So you're like, oh, no, no, you know, then it's not too bad. But you're right. You're you're very correct that it's not quite as positionable as the spray. But it's not like you lay it down and then. No, no. It's not like it sucks it. forever. But I agree that it's. I think there were some that were overly sticky in the past. Okay, for sure. You, and you, they, so, they swear this tears away easy. Yeah, someone might be listening, though, and be like, no, I'm never going to use it. But when people put their whole hoop on it, yeah. you know, and if that's your jam, that's fine. But I, it's it scares me. Okay, I just... Well, I just, and, and, and this is... I, okay, let's go back to the terry cloth, because I just don't want to confuse people. Oh, Okay. So this is suggested a lot of times for fabrics with nap. Sort of like your velvets, things like that, because you're you're trying not to interfere with that nap by spraying something on it or pressing or something on it, you know, yeah. putting heat to it or something like that. But when it comes to terry cloth, you know, it's not so much that terry cloth has a nap, but it has that loopiness, right? Uh-huh. So it will tend to pull those loops off the back because they're on both sides. Yeah, the velvet doesn't have like, on the back, right, right? Right, The other fabrics we're talking about, corduroy, velvet. Um, so it says ultra suede here too. Well, okay, okay, ultra suede's one, So right. did you Velour, even, fleece, uh, it says fleece. Yeah, so what you're avoiding there is what we call hoop burn. Right. Uh, or an imprint made right. by the hoop. So once again, this is a nice way to avoid hooping if you can't. Hoop something. Right. Hoop when you can. But I do I do a lot of embroidery without hooping because it's what has to be. It's what must be done. Okay. I'm going to give one of my standard um, little platitudes that I would give to people. Sometimes someone would come in and say, how do I embroider a towel? Or how do I, you know, stabilize a towel to embroider it? And I would be telling them. And someone else would be standing there that maybe had been a longer-term customer, and they'd say, no, that's not what you told me. (laughs) And I would say, well, what did I tell you? Uh And then they would repeat it, and I would say, is that working for you? 
and are you happy with that? And they'd say yes, and I'd say, that's okay. Sometimes new products come in, things change, but if you're doing something and it works, you don't have to change to the new way. Yeah, yeah, okay? for sure. Um, also, I just unpeeled the the waxy paper to reveal the sticky, and uh-huh. it, it's, it's very soft. Very soft like, compared to the I'm other stuff, I'm putting my finger yeah. on it, I'm lifting them and up. And they come off. Yeah, it's not like, oh, I can't. It doesn't drag your fingerprints yeah, off. Yeah, well, and it doesn't yeah. even barely, like, you know, right. come up with me, um, you know, too bad. So that's nice. So they've Well, you know, I think another thing formulated. that's nice is with embroidery machines, embroidery areas are bigger and more open now. Yeah. You know, the throat is, you know, bigger on this machine. It, it It's very much easier, you guys, than it used to be. Yeah, absolutely. Much easier. So this sticky stuff is not something that I feel like I would die without if I went on a desert island. So it might not be the thing that you have to have the day you buy but, your embroidery machine. But I do like spray adhesive. I so do too. So if I didn't like spray adhesive, this You'd have might, to have some sticky. Yeah, this might be yeah. um, actually very useful. You might have to have that. And we did an episode on like what to buy when you get an embroidery machine. You know, so we, we talk about the now, three basic Now, I've had people say, well, I just take a glue stick and use my tearaway. Okay. They're, like, Why did they do that, Mallory? I don't know. I Work, don't either. Works for them. I guess, but it scares me too. Talk about gunking up your machine. People use glue sticks a in lot. sewing a lot. And okay, so it must work for some people, I guess. But it and people will glue based garments. Mm-hmm. And I know that glue like we're 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 with we've been talking about products. Right. That we've have been talking glue about products them, so with glue on them. Yes. It just seems like it would be very wet. Here's here I, I don't know. Here that that that's the thing there's glutes that are made you know to go on the machine right yeah and i think they're pretty easy to clean out of the machine or you know where a glue stick is this sticky you know do you like wait till it dries well sometimes if you wait till it dries it doesn't hold very well well yeah so So see it's it depends like you said, people tea. use it. Yeah. So I guess you, I'd rather use like two-sided tape, I think. Right. Like Wonder Tape. Or and, yeah. and I have used two-sided tape to embroider with. Yeah. Uh, also. I, made sh- I, I tried to make sure it was out of my embroidery field. Yeah. Absolutely. Right. Um, for sure. You know, same thing where you're right. talking about pins or whatever. But yeah, I was just reading actually the like a Palmer Pletch book that talks about glue basting garments. You They're- say Pletch and I say Plush. I wonder well, what it is. it's got a T in it. It's like T S C H. That is right. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't right. know. Yeah. Uh, but it, it could be plush. Uh, but I say pletch. I, I don't know. Is it a hard T or a soft uh, T? And yeah, who knows? Well, we could ask. Um, so, but it's not, it would not be my preferred way no. uh, to do it. So, anyway. Just, just keep that in mind. But if you're glue sticking it. Well, I don't like glue around my machine. If I'm going to spray glue something, I am so far away from my machine, I cannot tell oh you. Oh, my God. Except that we've shot that towel video and I spray near the machine. Well, and sometimes with the shot, it looks like it's so close. Well, to, and yeah. we were doing it like for that video. It's right. Not, I don't stand behind my machine <laughs> and embroider towels generally, you know. And so, <laughs> so that's different, too, <laughs> exactly. in real life. Yes. Um, but... but yeah, sometimes that's why videos, you know, teaching videos to everything. Well, we you, didn't have separate. We weren't yeah. advanced enough at that time to have like separate B-roll. We didn't know like we had we a, a gone, B-roll. We would yeah. have gone over and been like, spray the hoop in a box, you know. <laughs> so we did, we left that out. Um, but that's one of our most watched videos still. So 
people get to comment all the time and be like, don't spray. <gasps> Did you see the Silk Dupioni thing? Someone someone said I should not say Silk Dupioni. Oh, they, yeah, because I they said. I should say Dupioni Silk. Right. But I said the Dupioni is the weave, just right. like we can say Silk Satin and Silk Taffeta. Right. We can say Silk Dupioni. Right. So, or, but what I was referencing was when someone mislabeled it Silk Poopioni. So yeah, it was. <laughs> it was a, we, had they, a, we, we had an employee that we. We had, you know, boxes with fabric in them, and we had them labeled. And she was making new labels yeah. that were easier to read. And I guess she just didn't. Like uh, you the know, first label was handwritten. Was handwritten. And so she, she thought the D was a P. Yeah. You and know? so we had Poopioni. And we didn't change it. We left it Poopioni. Yes. So maybe you should have just said Poopioni and really freaked that person out. Well, I was telling that story. Yeah. So they knew they knew about it. But yeah, they, they said I should say Dupioni. Well, so I sold Silk Dupioni mm. for about a decade. Like, so like... Um, well, I thought, am I... The people that sold it to me didn't correct me. Yeah, I was like, am I wrong? And I looked at, I looked up like several fabric stores right. and lots of people listed that way. So I was like, okay, clearly it's like an acceptable, you know, yeah. uh, terminology. And silk taffeta, silk satin, silk dupioni, you know, whatever. Adjectives can come before nouns in lots of languages too. So how about that? Um, or after or before or whatever. Okay, Z, we're going to wrap this one up. Those were the tearaways. Those are the ones I think that are the like best kept secrets away from garment sewers that they need to, you need to go order some totally stable right now for if, if you're like ZD and Mallory. Listen why, to whatever why Mallory Why are you says. talking about embroidery? I you know, embroider. I'm, okay. I know we get a lot of criticism uh -huh. and I kind of like it. But when somebody says, I did this and ZD changed my life, or I did this and ZD and Mallory, or Mallory, I just get all turned on yeah. and all fuzzy about it. All of the mean comments just fall away. They fall away. They fall when away. someone says that we have helped them. Yes. <laughs> okay, ZD, take it away. So long and so happy. Thanks for listening to Sewing Out Loud. For even more expert sewing advice, visit SewHere.com.